Hi, my lovelies. Welcome officially to the El Chanel Show. I would like to thank you all for joining me today and officially welcome you to the El Chanel Show. Ah. <laughs> so, today we're talking about me. Yes, little old gay El Chanel. Um, we'll first start off by me telling you why I decided to start a podcast. And it basically was the other day um, I had a show. I was performing at home safely, may I add. It was all through the interwebs. Children, so relax those Karens out there. Please take a seat and shut up. Thank you. Um, but I was performing and I did a song called Alive by Ms. Lodicea, the most amazing songwriter of all time. Um, and I decided to put my story alongside of it because I love the message of that song. If you guys have not listened to that song or you have not heard of that song in a very long time, please go and listen to it. It's such a good song. Everyone can connect to it. And it's just, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. But I decided to put my story to it, which was basically during the school, I was bullied horrendously. Um, I have been my whole life for being different from all the other heterosexual males. So I, that happened from a young age. I don't know. It happened when I got to high school. I left high school. Um, I left the one high school, may I add. Um, I went to another one and I just got it even worse there if not you know I couldn't put it on a balance anyway on a scale and measure how much it was but it put me in a very dark place um I was getting told constantly you know I was never worth anything um that it was wrong I'm a faggot um this and I'm that and it really took a toll on my mental health it absolutely destroyed me for many years and I had no confidence nothing um and then when I left high school, I found out who I was and what I wanted to be. And I finally grew happy, you know, all... Don't get me wrong now, it still hurts. But obviously now when I walk past a group of guys and they're like, faggot, this, that, this, I'm just like, I just turn around and tell them to shut the hell up, come up with something original. Um, and that's where I got when I left high school. I got that confidence to be, you know, put a big middle finger up to the sky and to them all and be like, do one. Um, but then one night I locked up with a good friend of mine, Macaulay, in the cell that I was working at. And they, I was walking home and two lads jumped me. If you guys don't know what jumped is, it basically means... I can't even tell you what it means. It's I, I think it's pretty much the same everywhere. But, you know, they started something. But I can't even describe the definition of it. I'm so sorry. Um, It's like 3 a.m. But they jumped me. And they wanted the keys to sell and I didn't have that. And they it turned into a hate crime really quickly. Um, They stabbed me. They battered me. I literally was almost blacked out at one point it was absolutely horrendous and while all this happened my, one of my best friends miss ellie jones if you're listening i love you so sorry i put you through that um was on the phone to me and listened to the whole lot um it was a scary time and obviously it thingied 
deep inside of me. Um, it's still there today. It still haunts me. But I survived, do you know what I mean? It went into a dark place again. I tried to take my own life, as I had many times throughout school. And I know for some people that's a really scary thing to talk about. But I find as us drag queens, we are a representation. We are a pillar of the gay community of no matter what, we can pull through. Like, come talk to us, you know. Everyone knows a drag queen. Um, they may come off as bitchy, arrogant, you know, self-loving, but really, deep down, when they take off that makeup, they are a human being. We are just like you. We're flesh and blood. You cut us open, we bleed the same colour as you. And if you are someone who is homophobic or you follow around with your friends or your family, you know, shouting horrible things to a gay person. Please remember, we are the same as you. All because we don't like the same gender of what you like it does not make us wrong. It does not make us not okay. It's evil. And it really can take a toll on someone's life. You may think it's only a quick little remark, you know, letting them hear your opinion. But at the end of the day, that's life. You don't know what they've gone through. Same with anyone. You should never do stuff like this to anyone. But obviously, it's hard. And I've come victim to it myself, Joe. You know, during school, you know, trying to fit in. There was always this one person that you would not pick on, but because everyone else was doing it, you'd kind of do it. And I look back at it now and I'm like, oh my God, what was I thinking, children? Like, live, do as I say, not as I did. That's the best way I can put it. And thankfully, you know, as I grew, um, I've laid all those to rest. I have apologised and they understood exactly what was going on. But obviously, I would never dream of turning someone down like that. It was absolutely horrendous. But back to the story. Um, I recovered. Slowly but surely, I got better. And I thought, John, the Sia song, this is a perfect song for, to tell my story. And I told my story. And so many people connected with it. Not just the gays, but so many variety of people connected to the story, which I find so sad that people can connect to something like that. It's horrible. Um me doing it, I, all I was expecting was literally something like, oh, bless, I'm so sorry that I have to. And that's all I was expecting. But for hours, I'm still getting it now where people are texting me or Snapchatting me or DMing my Instagram, basically like telling me, I'm only just recovering, I'm so sorry, um, this happened to me. And I've heard so many stories very similar to my own. And it is absolutely appalling what we've all been through. It's absolutely horrendous. And after that, I thought, if I can help at least one person, how is a way I can do it? And I thought, let's do a podcast. A podcast I've blown up over the past two years. Like, did like nothing. It was like, I, I remember like during high school, someone was listening to it and we were like, oh, what's that? Like, how could you concentrate listening to someone just speak for, like, an hour? But now I can see why they do it. Like, I've tried so many new things in my life from, you know, being a drag queen to I am 
that was just an amazing experience in my life. But I have tried so many things and I've loved everything I've tried and it's made me the person I am today. So please, my lovelies, go out there, experiment with life. You live once. You don't not get a trial run. It's not like a Spotify sign up thing where you can get a month like free trial. Life is not, we don't get a trial with life. Just go out and live your best life. At the end of the day, we only have one. And we've got to make the best of it. If that means we've got to make our own happiness, do it. If you're waiting for a man, sitting there waiting for a man to text you, girl, tell them, bye. I am waiting for you. Know yourself worth. Know what you need and know what you want. And I know people think that's selfish, but at the end of the day, this is your life. You can't have anyone come for you, your persona, your life, your legacy. You want to leave something amazing. You want, and it's what everyone wants. I mean, not everyone. No one does not want to be remembered when they go. Everyone wants to be remembered. If it's for the simplest little things, you know what I mean? You want to be remembered generations down the line. You want your great, 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 great grandchildren to know about you and the things you did. So live your life. Do it. If anything's stopping you from doing it, wait, do a little sheet. Write the pros and write the cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, do it. If it's vice versa and the cons outweigh the pros, if you still feel like there's a chance that you want to do it and be happy, do it. Nothing is stopping you, my love. Absolutely nothing. So, back on to the topic of me. See, this is why I should not have a podcast. I do talk, ramble, on and on and on. But back on to the topic of getting to know me a little bit more. Um, I, th- I am a qualified hairdresser. I am a self-taught makeup artist. I know my way around the sewing machine, girls. So if I was to ever get on RuPaul's Drag Race, I will definitely not be that queen to be like, <laughs> I have not sewn, or I can sew a pillow. No, that's definitely not me. Um, I, If I want to do something, I go out and I do it by 110%. Um, and I want to be the best at it. I don't want to just be the mediocre. I don't want to be the other one. I want to be the best. I want to look the best. I want to have the best hair. Which, honey, <laughs> my hair is still nowhere near the best, but... That's something that takes time. Even though I'm a hairdresser, styling wigs is hard. So if any of you baby queens out there that are trying to style wigs and you find it so difficult, girl, girl, trust me. I have been doing drag for, oh, 2013, so 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. It's like eight years. Ew, eight years. But I've only been doing it professionally since 2018. Um, I did it from October to like February. And I lost my gig. I um, retired. I was like, I can't do this. Um, I'm clearly not good enough. So I stopped. And I only performed again. Oh, let me think. Would it have been 
Wednesday just gone. And that was the first time I have performed since February of 2019. And the amount of appreciation I got and the amount of love, it just made me think, I need to come back and I need to come back better than ever. And if I can do it and I can help people while doing it, that is amazing. Because, yes, not going to tell no lies. I can be bitchy. I can be shady. But at the end of the day, if you can look past all that, honey, I am someone who sees each other, everyone as an equal. I don't see you as a frat or you as a frat. I see us all as equals. And everyone always says, no, there's no way you can do that. Like, And I've been there while other drag queens have read the hell out of a baby queen. Like, the hell, like, because the eyebrows aren't glued down correctly, because the wigs that are mess and it's just like a shaken girl, or the outfits bought from bloody Primark. And I sit there, like, we all started there. Some of us may not have left the house at that stage, but that takes courage to be able to walk out of your house or where you ever you wear in a dress heels, and a full face of makeup, honey. I give you a round of applause because I remember the first time I left the house in drag. I was absolutely breaking it. I was petrified. I remember, because back then, I wanted to be as fishy as possible. And for you straight folk who don't know what fishy means, it's basically meaning woman. And I say woman because I'm six foot two nearly six foot three so i could never be a woman but i can be a woman <laughs> but obviously i want to be as fishy so i remember walking down the streets and i was like oh my god oh my god she's just clocked me she's clocked me oh my god they clocked me do you think i'm a man oh it was the most petrifying day of my life honey so for anyone who can do that bravo because that's the hardest thing you can do. And obviously, no one's going to look the best. And if you think, you know, you look at all these amazing drag queens, you look at Aquaria, you look at this person, this person, you know, there's so many drag queens out there. You only have to go on Instagram, and there's thousands and millions of them now. Um, and you look, and you're like, I can, I can look that stunning. And then you do it, and you feel absolutely distraught and devastated because you've not been able to accomplish that. Remember, we all started at the same point. Some of us have don't have never picked up a makeup brush in our life. And we're like, do I want to do drag? And some of us have never touched a hairbrush. Well, numerous amount of hairbrushes and keep things and combs and rollers and you know what I mean? It's a it's a craft. It takes time. And then from that you've also gotta figure out how to cope with people because yes having the look amazing but if you cannot if you are not able to cope with the people the audience you're not gonna last and that was my problem is i was always the look i had a personality you know but other than that it was anything else i was breaking it and you could see it in my face 
now you've got to know how to hone in the people. Like, I can talk to someone for hours, but when it's on a mic and you speak to a whole crowd, it's a whole other thing. But if you can't handle that, then maybe I feel sorry to say this, but it might not be the correct job for you. Obviously, work on it. It takes time. Do you mean the best advice I can give is when you feel fabulous, the world is your oyster. If you feel fabulous and gorgeous, you're going to act that way and it's going to reflect off of you and bounce over everyone. It's just like the clay yellow. I feel if you think you are absolutely stunning and you are the best of what you do, the clay yellow yellow (laughs) just radiates off you and then other people can catch off you and you can be such a positive queen. But if you become thinking that you are the best of the best of the best of the best and you start becoming really big-headed, that could be your downfall. So just remember that, my children. Stay humble. Because at the end of the day, as quick as it came, it can tumble all away. And trust me, I've been there. During this podcast, I'm going to be talking about so many different topics. Anything. Not on off the table. I'm willing to talk about absolutely anything. And obviously, if it's something I have done, I will gladly tell you. Jeremy, you know I like, I have done it. I got there. I rised. And I fell. And I did not just fall. I fell down every single branch that was possibly there for me to remain up. It broke. My career was like sands in my hands. It just completely disintegrated in front of my eyes. It was horrendous. But what I can tell you from one queen to any others out there is please make sure you've always got a backup plan. Because yes, drag is fabulous. You can do If you do well, you can make a good bit of money off it. But that only comes with hard work, determination, and getting your name out there. If you only have one gig like I did, and you start thinking you're the bee's knees, if you will. Second that goes, because gigs come and go all the time. You're in one day and you're out the next. Because they can find a queen who can do what you can do, or better, or what you do for cheaper. And then you're out. There's no loyalties. Well, to some queens it is, but to the newer queens it typically is no loyalties. Obviously, if you're a queen who's been on the scene for a very long time, then you've got more of a likelihood of getting loyalties where they won't do that or they'll just warn you and be like, right, you need to step your pussy up, girl. But to the newer baby queens, they're not going to do that. Because the way they see it is they are helping you. They are making you in a way. They are bringing you to life, but at the end of the day, you're disposable. Do you know what I mean? Everything is disposable to them. And don't get me wrong, I am extremely thankful for my start. And I started off as they call it a door hall, which is basically a PR who's in drag outside the door of the club. You get them in and that's it. But then from there I became a drag queen DJ and so on. And I escalated quite quickly, and I feel so thankful for them because they taught me so much. You know, what I mean, they taught me how to play with music and mix music, and how to bring people in. 
and I am so thankful for them. I would never say a bad way thing about them. I absolutely adore them. I adore the company. If you guys are ever in Liverpool, please go and visit OMG Nightclub on Victoria Street. They are absolutely amazing. One of the best gay clubs in Liverpool. But obviously we can't go because <laughs> Miss Corona Gale. Please just be safe. Please wear your masks even when we do reopen, you know. Just think of other people. <laughs> so on this podcast, on the El Chanel show, we will be talking about absolutely everything. And we'll probably get off topic a few times. Um we'll be talking about fashion, beauty, makeup, sexuality, mental health, absolutely anything. And if there's any time you want any answers to questions that you may have, send them my way. I will happily answer those questions on the next podcast. And don't forget, please, share this podcast. Let other people know that we are here. We are queer. Or also, a queen. Yes. <laughs> you always have to do that. Um, share it it means so much it'll bring open up so many more people to find me and hopefully i can help them do you mean obviously right now i know i know i know what you're thinking girl this man in a dress with a cheap cheap thirsty wig and beautiful makeup but really thick eyelashes her audio his audio matt's audio is horrendous i know it's not the best. I am literally sitting here at 3.26 in the morning recording this on my laptop in my earphones because this was a last minute thing to decide to do. But obviously over time, it will get better. I'll get mics. I am also hoping on bringing on special guests for you guys because I think that will open up so many more opportunities for other people to get them on other queens so that we can talk about our experiences how we started etc we can go into deep details of all of this we can i can get other people on i can get friends we can share stories we i could get absolutely anyone if there's anyone you'd love to see on this podcast and talk about anything and everything because honey we keep it real here we keep it real and we keep it unscripted, as you can tell, because we ram- I always ramble off onto another topic by sticking to one, but that is something I will work on. So, my lovelies, I'm going to leave my first episode here. I want to thank you so much for joining my podcast today. And please, share my podcast. It will mean the world to me to get out there to so many other people and I just want to put my last message out there is that this show is not just for the gays it's not just for the drag queens it's for absolutely anyone it's for the straights that want to learn it's for the straights that want to see what they've done wrong it's the people that want to know it's the ones it's absolutely for everyone it's for teenagers who just find to know who they are it's for 
the seasoned people who want to refresh and just take a relax. And it's for those people who just don't, frankly, just don't want to look at my face and just listen to my voice rumble while they're cleaning their houses. I know they're doing it. Because I did it. But I want to thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart. I'm so thankful for you joining my podcast today. I hope you have a fabulous day wherever you are. And remember, always live life to the fullest, children. You only live once. And remember, stay humble. Because you never know what a big head and a big ego may cost you. Until next time, this is El Chanel on the El Chanel Show. I love the ring of that. Oh, I can get used to that. Saying goodbye. And until next time, I'll see you soon.